Good morning and welcome to another edition of Family Wealth and Other Musings. I'm your host, Becky Easton. This is a podcast that was inspired by a challenge to start a podcast and publish one episode every day for a year. Quite a daunting challenge, you might think, considering even the idea of just a weekly or monthly show seemed overwhelming and confusing to me. But here we are. It's episode four now, and I hope you'll join me and follow along for what's to come. Help keep me accountable to publishing every day, even on Christmas, even on my birthday, and even when I'm in Disneyland, which is actually coming up pretty soon. We'll be taking this show on, a ro- on the road in another couple of weeks, heading out to San Diego for a few days so my husband can visit his office out there, and then up to Disney for a little fun. We're big Disney fans and picked up Magic Key Passes this year, so we try to go out every few months. And that pass, I tell you, has definitely already paid for itself. So it's honestly just a matter of food and hotel when we go out. So it's a lot of fun. Well, I'd love to hear from you guys, my awesome listeners. If you have any questions or comments about anything that I talk about or um, just generally for me, if you have a suggestion for something you'd like to hear me talk about, um, let me know. I want to hear from you. Um, you can also support the show um, by liking and following or leaving us a review wherever you're listening from, um, or you could subscribe or donate uh, from our podcast homepage over on Red Circle, which you can reach at um, bit.ly forward slash F-W-O-M podcast. Your support is truly appreciated as I get this podcast up and running. And then with a quick reminder that unless we have an agreement in place, I'm not your lawyer and nothing I say should be construed as legal, financial, business, or tax advice because I just don't know your unique um, situation. Okay, we'll jump into today's topic. So we're wrapping up summer, right? And many parents now have seen their children graduate from high school, prepare to, and actually leave home to attend college or pursue other life goals. This can be an exciting and emotional time, and with so much going on, estate planning probably isn't at the front of your or their mind right now. However, estate planning should actually be a top priority for both you and your kids, and here's why. Once your kids turn 18, they become legal adults, and many areas of their life that were once under your control will become entirely their responsibility, whether you take action or not. And to this end, if your kids don't have the proper legal documents in place, you could face a costly and traumatic ordeal should something happen to them. And if your child were to get into a serious car accident and require hospitalization, for example, you would no longer have the automatic authority to make decisions about his or her medical treatment or the ability to manage their financial affairs. Without legal documentation, you wouldn't even be able to access your child's medical records or bank accounts without a court order. To deal with this vulnerability and ensure that your family never gets stuck in an expensive and unnecessary court process, have a conversation with your college-age kids about estate planning and make sure they sign these three documents. First one is a medical power of attorney. A medical power of attorney is an advanced healthcare directive that allows your child to grant you or someone else the immediate legal authority to make healthcare decisions on their behalf if they become incapacitated and are unable to make these decisions themselves. 
So for example, a medical power of attorney would allow you to make decisions about your child's medical treatment if he or she is incapacitated in a car accident or falls into a coma due to a debilitating illness like COVID-19. Without a medical power of attorney in place, if your child suffers a severe accident or illness that requires hospitalization and you need to access their medical records to make decisions about their treatment, you would actually have to petition the court to become their legal guardian. And while a parent is typically the court's first choice for a guardian, the guardianship process can be slow and expensive. And in medical emergencies, time is of the essence. Not to mention, due to HIPAA laws, once your child becomes 18, no one, not even their parents, can legally access his or her medical records without prior written permission. However, a properly drafted medical power of attorney will include a signed HIPAA authorization so you can immediately access your child's medical records to make informed decisions about his or her treatment. The next document they'll need is a living will. And while a medical power of attorney allows you to make healthcare decisions on your child's behalf during their incapacity, a living will is an advanced directive that provides specific guidance about these decisions, particularly at the end of life. For example, a living will allows your child to advise if and when they want life support removed should they ever require it. In addition to documenting how your child wants their medical care managed, a living will can also include instructions about who should visit them in the hospital and even what kind of food they would want provided. For example, if your child is a vegan, vegetarian, or takes specific supplements, these things should be considered and documented in their living will. Additionally, given the pandemic, speak with your child about the unique medical decisions related to COVID-19, particularly intubation, ventilators, and experimental medications. At the same time, your child's living will should also outline their quality of life decisions to ensure that their emergency medical treatment doesn't end up doing more harm than good. And although you'll find a variety of medical power of attorney, living will, and other advanced directive documents online, your child has unique needs and wishes that just can't be anticipated by these fill-in-the-blank documents. And given this, I do recommend that you and your child work with a personal family lawyer to create, or at the very least, review their advanced directives. And finally, the third document you want to make sure that they have is a durable financial power of attorney. And should your child become incapacitated, you may also need the ability to access and manage their finances and legal affairs. And this requires your child to grant you durable financial power of attorney. A durable financial power of attorney, I feel like I've said that word a whole bunch of times right now, <laughs> gives you the authority to manage their financial and legal matters such as paying their tuition, applying for student loans, paying their rent, negotiating or renegotiating a lease, managing their bank accounts, and collecting government benefits if necessary. And without this document, you'll have to petition the court for this authority. You want to help your children start adulthood on the right track. So I encourage you to discuss the value of estate planning with your kids and make sure that they have the proper legal documents in place. By doing so, you're helping your family avoid a costly and emotional court process, while also demonstrating the importance of good financial and legal stewardship, which sets your kids on the right track from the very start. 
I'd recommend working with a personal family lawyer as we are specifically trained to not only help you draft these documents, we can also facilitate a family meeting to discuss the importance of estate planning with your kids. And from there, we hope this begins a lifelong relationship with your kids as they start on their journey into adulthood and beyond. So if you are in Arizona or Colorado and find that this is something you'd like to discuss further, you can hop on my calendar for a 15 minute call by calling my front desk at 480-999-4455 or going directly to my calendar at bit.ly forward slash call Easton Law. And if you're not in Arizona or Colorado, you can find a personal family lawyer near you by going to personalfamilylawyer.com. Family Wealth and Other Musings is now available for download on most platforms. And wherever you get your podcasts, you can find me. So if you felt so inclined to support the show by liking, following, subscribing, donating, or leaving a review, I would appreciate it. You'll ultimately help me boost the show and help more people find me. Thank you so much for listening in again today. This is a beautiful Saturday, and I hope you get out there and enjoy it. This has been Family Wealth and Other Musings, and I'm your host, Becky Easton. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.